And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, and totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father through the Son and by the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, it's uh, my way or the highway which is an excellent way of saying that it's my way or the highway. No Bible-believing Christian can effectively say this. Jesus said it, but he could say it because he was the only way, truth, and life. But no one else can respectfully pull this off. The disciples tried to, but Jesus shut them down. Uh Uh-oh, we're going to look at that. Next, our hope is in Jesus. Our deliverance is in Jesus. Our command is in Jesus. And that command is to join in other people's lives, to join in other people's causes, to join in other people's visions and lives and happiness and sadness, and to help. Joining but doing nothing is still doing nothing. So we'll talk about that as well. And finally, when we sin is in the prayer of Solomon. Not if we sin, but when we sin. Let me say that again so you can catch it. When we sin, you're like, wait a minute. Well, what if I don't sin? It doesn't say that. It says when you sin. As Christians, we don't have to sin, but if we do sin, we have an advocate, a defense attorney in Jesus Christ. But the model that Solomon established is as valid today as it was back in the time of the kings of Israel. In reality, this method is the mirror that speaks to the prodigal son. We've talked about it before, but there's a need to repeat it again. That tells you everything. What happened to the son when he made the decision to come home again in the prodigal son? That's what needs to happen to us. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. That's a good one. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey. So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show live. Hold on, let me check. Yeah, it's working. Uh, email me, david at hemustincrease.org. Not Peter, not Frank, not John, not James. Nope, david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us at 972 a couple things will happen when you call 972-445-0770. We hope you will not receive a mild shock. <laughs> That's the first thing. The second thing is that you will end up talking to amazing Jen. That's that's amazing. That's me. That's you. That's me. Uh, after you talk before you talk to her, it's like uh, getting a nice suntan in Aruba. If you Ooh, like, that's yes. nice. If you want to go to Aruba, mm-hmm. if, especially if you don't have to pay, and then then you will be sailing 
just so good, though. You're just like, <laughs> you know, just press the button. Many, how many years have you done? I mean, you've done radio. Oh, too many. Okay. 20. That's a long time. It is. That's hard to believe. Long, it's hardly a long time. God bless you. Thank that's you. All I'm gonna, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Uh, so here's the deal. You might have a thought, an opinion, a question. You might have a comment. Here's the bottom line. It's not a kvetch fest. And so I know I know we've had this issue before, and I'm just making sure everybody understands it. There are many shows to call up, and you can talk much more along the political lines or much more along the fact that you know, you're know you just hoping at some point that maybe Washington as a uh, community community of politics will just sink into the ocean or something. I know. But that's not what we're here. That's not what we're doing. What we're trying to do is encourage one another as we see the day getting closer. We know that the Lord's return is getting closer and closer. And while that happens, we want to encourage one another and strengthen one another. So it's not a kvetch fest. Okay? It's a Yiddish word for whining. That's not what this is. It's an opportunity to encourage, to strengthen one another, to bless one another, share prayer requests, share praise reports, share some things that are going on so that we can be a Christian community of family. It's not church, but it's a fellowship. Okay? Uh, In lieu of that, we also do this weird thing called Bible trivia. Here's your Bible trivia. Which disciple denied Jesus three times— On the night that Jesus was betrayed, which disciple denied Jesus three times on the night that Jesus was betrayed? If you think you know the answer, you can call in. We we promise we won't bite that we think of. Uh, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well as you can send an email, david at he must increase dot org. Okay? All right. So before we take the caller, we're going to do a quick prayer for everybody in the audience because I just want to do that because I just feel that need that people need that. So just take 30 seconds. It won't kill you. I promise you. Let's pray. Father, we lift up the entire audience to you right now. We pray for everybody's health, their wellness, spiritually, emotionally, physically financially, that you would just reach your arms around the people that are listening right now and encourage them with your love and your grace. Let them be confident of your commitment to them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okie dokie. So we ready to get this? Okay, you got their little ringer thingy? Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. Hi, Gary. Wonderful to hear your voice. How are you doing today? Well, I'm making it. How are uh, you doing? I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I had a tougher day yesterday, but I feel like I'm making a little bit of a rebound today. So that, I like Tuesdays more than Mondays. <laughs> is that terrible? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Well, I, I've been praying for you. I prayed for you at church Sunday. I appreciate that, brother. I really, really do. All right. This is a great question because it seems so simple, but if you attach it to the prior, it's pretty funny. Here, well, it's not funny that it happened, but which disciple denied Jesus through Three times on the night that Jesus was betrayed. It was Peter, Simon Peter. That is correct, sir! You are a winner! And now, how many times did Jesus restore him when he said, Peter, feed my ship, sheep? How many times did that happen? Three. How many times? He did it three times. So he, Peter denied Jesus three times, but G- Peter was also restored by Jesus three times when he said, do you love me? He goes, yeah. He goes, feed my sheeps. Do you love that, me? That I don't remember. Yeah, he goes, feed my lambs. 
do you love me? Feed my sheep. Does it three times. And so Peter denied him three times, but then Jesus brought him back three times, like restored him, so to speak. Isn't that a wild, it's just a wild, wild, wild uh, principle. Yeah, if you look that up in John, you'll love it. It's great. Excellent job, my brother. Oh, thank you. All right. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Bye-bye. That's so three times Peter denied him, and three times Jesus, what he does, he goes, do you love me? And he's like, yes. He goes, well, okay, if you love me, then feed my sheep. Do you love me? Yes, I love you. Okay, feed my sheep. Oh, do you love me? Of course I love you. But Peter might not have made that connection. We, we get to see that. Maybe he did make the connection. Three times that happened for Peter. Three times he denied him. Isn't that cool? I love stuff like that. All right. Where are we at? I got to do this, the, the message. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Where is the message? Oh, here it is. Okay. Hey, nothing but top-notch, high-dollar operation in this place. Uh, my way or the highway, Mark chapter 9, verse 38 and 39. John said to him, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a mighty work in my name will be able soon afterwards to speak evil of me. Now, here's the thing. John and James and Peter. Why I made that connection when Gary called real quickly is he, he had James and John in the first one, then Peter in the next trivia question. And these were the three people that were closest to the Lord is Peter, James, and John. Okay, I will point out that Al points out that, that, that Peter was upset because James and John 86 them. <laughs> okay, that's funny. We'll just leave that alone right now, but that is pretty funny. Here's the deal, though. You get close to the Lord, you draw in, you start to understand, you get a little bit maybe, I don't know, you get uh, comfortable in your relationship with the Lord, and then you evaluate how other people do their Christian faith. You look at other people or other denominations and you say, if you're a person that wears nice clothes to church, I can't believe those people don't. Or if you're people that wear casual clothes, you look at the people that wear nice clothes and you say, I can't believe those people have to dress up for church. And it goes all those directions and it never seems to stop to some level of criticism because they're not just like us. Well, I've got a great message for you. Nobody is like you, and to be really honest, you shouldn't want anybody to be like you unless it has to do with how much you reflect Jesus. In other words, I don't want a bunch of David Spoons walking around. I want a bunch of people who are reflecting Jesus Christ walking around. If there was a bunch of David Spoons working around, no plan of God would ever get fulfilled. It's just remember the flood. That's what wipe that out. That's not going to work. We want people to be following the Lord, but we don't want people to have to follow our brand and style of Christianity. And Jesus slapped down the disciples and said, no, 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 no. He's doing stuff in my name. We thought we should stop him. We, they weren't, he wasn't doing it the way we do it. And it's like, that's not the way to go about this. The Lord has people in 12 tribes, one Israel, 12 apostles, one church, right? That's how it started. Get it? All right. Maybe you will. All right. We're going to take a break and then come back. You are listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? And God's like, there's no room there. 
It's like, well, no, 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 I, I can, I can, you know, not vote for either kingdom. Well, let me get this straight. You're not voting for the kingdom of God. Therefore, you're also trying to be a supporter of the kingdom of darkness. How's that work? That doesn't work. And in, in lieu of that, you know, I was, uh, had a discussion with my son. We were talking about preparation and being ready because you never know when the Lord, you don't know when that trumpet's going to blow for you. You don't know at that moment where God's going to go, ding dong, time's up. And I, say, I said, you always got to be ready. He said, well, you can't always be ready. It's like, no, you always got to be ready. Matthew chapter 24, verse 42, be ready, always be ready for you do not know the day that the Lord will come. And that's not just from an eschatological point of view for life. That's for you individually. You got to be ready and watchful and aware because this is kingdom stuff. And there's a kingdom being built to glorify God. And there's all the opposing kingdoms. And it's a pretty straightforward question. Which kingdom are you trying to support? That's the question. And if you say, well, I'm not supporting any kingdom, then you are opposed to the kingdom of God. Because you're either helping advance his kingdom or you're in opposition. And that's where Jesus split the line. And you think, well, that, that doesn't seem fair. We have a great word around this show that we like to use every once in a while, but with tons of love. Tough. It's like, it's, it's not whether you think it's fair or not. You know, well, I don't think God, a God of love would do it this way or this way. Too bad what you think. You're not God. That's not up to you. Well, that's just what the Bible says. So let me get this straight. So you believe that God can create the universe, but he can't write a book? Boy, that argument's going to get lost every single time. So my whole point in bringing this up is there's, it's not a contradiction at all. You're either, for, you're either for in Luke 9, 49 and 50. You're either for the kingdom, advancing the kingdom, driving out demons in the name of Jesus Christ, trying to make declaration for the truth of God, or you're against the kingdom, whether you are verbally, physically against it, or whether you are verbally and physically doing nothing. There is... No neutral. You're either a kingdom advancer or you're against the kingdom. And what's really hard, are you ready for your noodle to get baked here, is the decisions that we make advance kingdoms. Do we consider our decisions before we make these decisions? Do we consider what kingdom we're impacting? Wow. Isn't that tough? The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. So I wanted to read before we do our trivia question what we was talking about with Gary. So you know that Peter denied Jesus three times. And I'm thankful for Eric because I was uh, trying to find the, the chapter real fast and didn't have enough time between the segment. And he, he nailed it and sent it to me. So thanks. Here's what it says in in John chapter 21, verse 15. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. 
Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things, and you know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. So three times that, that Jesus said that to him and gave him the command to take care of the people of God followed the th- it was after the three times that Peter had denied him which is a kind of a cool little correlation and keep in mind who was the primary speaker in Acts chapter 2 that was Peter you can't you know it was Peter's big sermon it was his big moment and uh, and the Lord brought him back and what's amazing is I'm driving into the show today, and some of you won't know what who this is or whatever the case may be, but uh, one of the songs on my, I have 10,000 worship songs, sounds like there's just so many. But anyway, one of the songs that came on was He's Alive by Don Francisco. And it's just such a great, and it's all about Peter and he, the first time he encounters Jesus. If you've never heard that song, I promise you, you will go, whoa, Don Francisco, He's Alive. Okay, just, just anyway, that's the whole story. That's not related. I'm just <laughs> nothing to do with anything. All right, here's your next trivia question. Uh, which of the twelve disciples, not Peter, James, and John, so you got the other nine to deal with, which of Jesus' disciples did Satan enter? Mm. Oh, that's not good. Uh 972-445-0770. That would be the number to call. 214-210-8483. That's the number to text. And then uh, the email, David, at hemustincrease.org. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Al got it first. I'm just going to say nice, nice on that one right there. In the meantime, we're going to do our uh, ridiculous jokes. These are not meant to offend anybody. But again, if you're offended, okay, there's a knob. <laughs> Your radio, you either just turn it off or you just whatever you want to do. Okay, there's two of them, so just hang in there with me. Okay, so uh, amazing, Jen. Do you have the buzzer in case it's a lousy joke? Okay, I'm just making sure. All right, all right, here we go. Here's the first one. Ready? Uh, Patty sat in his car in a sweat because he had an important meeting and couldn't find a parking lot. Looking up to heaven, he said, Lord, take pity on me. If you find me a parking place, I will go to church every Sunday for the rest of my life, and I will give up all alcohol. Miraculously, a parking place appeared. And the patty looked up again and said, never mind, I found one. <laughs> I found a parking spot. Never mind. Okay. Got buzz. Okay. <laughs> a triple of quad buzz. Well, see, because it needs, okay, never mind. A man goes to see, now this is funny. <laughs> just bear with me. It's just one of those funnies. A man goes to see a rabbi. The rabbi, uh, rabbi said, something terrible is happening. I have to talk to you about it. The rabbi said, what's wrong? The man said, my wife is poisoning me. The rabbi, very surprised by this, said, are you sure? Because I'm sure you're wrong. The man pleads, I tell you, I'm certain she's poisoning me. What should I do? The rabbi then offers, tell you what, let me talk to her. I'll see what I can find out, and I'll let you know. A week later, the rabbi calls the man and says, Well, I spoke to your wife for many, many hours. I spoke to her over the phone, and we talked extensively. You want my advice? The man anxiously said, Yes, please. The rabbi said, Take the poison. <laughs> Help me, Jesus! Help me, Jewish God! Ah! Help me, Tom Cruise! Okay. <laughs> Come on. You got to, we do it. We're equal opportunity offenders here. You guys know that. <laughs> 
<laughs> she double beat me on that one. Okay, that's fine. Uh, what are we doing? So our trivia question, right? That's what we're doing? Okay, trivia. Which of Jesus' disciples, not Peter, James, or John, so the other nine, which of them did Satan enter? That is a fact. And since we're getting closer to the Easter process, you guys got to be thinking along those lines, right? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us at 972-445-0770. You can also text in at 214-210-8483 or as well send an email to David at he must increase. Dot org. Have you noticed the theme in the show the last two weeks has been strongly about one another? I mean, it's, it's, you think, well, that was all planned. It's like, no, it's not. It's just like that's just how things are falling. This really, you know, when you other people are much better at this than I, but if I line up dominoes to push them down, I don't look at the numbers. I'm just... <laughs> Just lining up the dynamos, right? And then you push them down in the alpha. Well, it just seems like there's a lot of stuff that's going this direction. You're going to have another one right now. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 through 11. He on whom we have set our hope, he will yet deliver us, and you also joining in, helping us through your prayers. First and foremost, let's understand where our hope is set. Our hope is set on Jesus. If you think that the world is going to provide you with the hope that's going to last, you are incorrect. If you think that they're going to come up with a medication that is going to uh, alter your state of being and then thereby make eternity fantastic, you are incorrect. If you think they're going to come up with a relationship situation, if you think they're going to come up with a robot that's going to be your mate, that's going to be your pal for life, and you're going to go into all eternity, it's going to be great, you have lost your mind. Our hope is set on Jesus. It is set on the work that he did the first time and the work that he will do when he comes again. And that is what we wait for. And you either believe he's real or you don't believe he's real. In other words, you either it's great the way that Lee Strobel uh, uh, did the, the case for Christ and different things like that. You either think Jesus is Lord or you think he's a lunatic, one of the two. Okay, now somebody's calling in. We'll grab that and, uh, and and hang on that. But here's what I want you to catch. I want you to understand this. Jesus is your hope. Not, I know you want it to be other people. I understand that because they're they're touchable so quickly and like it's more tangible. And I understand that. I I, I really do. But your real, enduring, surviving, prevailing. Hope is Jesus Christ, and anything less is going to disappoint you, and you're going to be hurt by it. Do you hear that? All right. Somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? My name is Don. Hi, Don. How are you? I'm doing very good. I really do enjoy your show. I I just kind of discovered it about a couple of months ago, and I love the trivia. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that, and hopefully it doesn't give you too much of a headache. That's one of the things no, that I can... <laughs> No, no, it's really good. I, you know, I, 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 I grid myself to see how, how well I do on your answers. <clears throat> and most of the days, I get every one of them, but sometimes I'll... This one by a little bit. Yeah. And I, I feel you. I mean, there's some times where I ask the trivia question, right? I have it in front of me. I ask it. And then I have to look back at the book because between the time I asked it and the time the answer comes in, I forgot. 
It's just like, wow. It's like, wow, I'm, I'm getting older. That's all I say. Right. All right, my brother, here we go. Which, not Peter, James, and John, but which of Jesus' disciples did Satan enter? Oh, I tell you what, that's an eerie, eerie, uh, uh, the verse is really eerie, but it's Judas. That is correct, sir. You are right. And you know, you said that really well. You said it's kind of an eerie thing. It is. It is. It's kind of like, wow, what? I mean, what went down that was so bizarre that from, and then Jesus, Jesus knew he was going to betray him, but you had to go that far to have Satan kind of like become your partner in this? Like, what? He enters, yes, he enters your body. I mean, yuck. Yes, exactly. Yuck. That's perfect. That's the best, best theological answer there. Yuck. That's right. Thanks. All right, brother. God bless you. Great job. God bless you too, brother. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Excellent. All right. So that we love that when you guys call in. So see, we don't bite. You didn't bite him, did you? He's fine, right? He says, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's fine. All right. That's fine. All right. We'll go back to – all right. So we were talking about Jesus is our hope. Then he says that him on whom we have set our hope, he will yet deliver us, which everybody should be anticipating deliverance from the Lord. Verse 11, you also joining in helping us through our prayers. Here's the thing, okay? Listen, listen. Listen to me. You join things through prayer. I can't make that any clearer. Remember Romans 15.30, Paul said, it was in my devotions today. You join my struggle by praying for me, okay? Now, now get this. Ready? You might not have $60 to give somebody, but you have 60 seconds that you can offer for them in prayer. You know that's true. I mean, there's no... And he says, joining in, helping us through our prayers. So you can say to somebody, I, I join you. That's fine, as long as you're really praying for them. And no, it doesn't have to be a long, elaborate prayer, and you don't have to you know, make a monument to it. You know what I mean, Paul said, I mentioned you in prayer. You're going to be a mention. doesn't matter. But you might not have 60 bucks for somebody. You might not be able to help them in those capacities. But you've got 60 seconds that you can offer them up before the Lord and be somebody that joins them in prayer and in their struggle. That you have, right? We've got that. Whenever somebody says, pray for me, when you walk away, pray right then and there. Don't even wait. You will become a vessel of God's grace and mercy. You watch. It'll blow your mind. All right, we'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. 
or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. Who is David Spoon? We have on the line Tina from Elko. And Tina, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing today? What, I am doing great. One, the, is this the first time you've heard the show? No, I listen to you every time I get into my car when I leave my job. Ah, awesome. Thank you very much. Is there anything that we can be praying for just to be in agreement with you regarding anything that the Lord's working on in you? Yeah, there okay. is. Okay, fire away. Um, first of all, I'd like to see my family's hearts turn. Second of all... I am not putting God first, and I'm not being obedient in certain ways. Let me sum it up a little bit. I have a boyfriend. Okay. I should answer it. So I really need prayer to get back on track with God. Okay. Let me pray with you, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. Let's pray. Lord, we just come before you right now, and we lift up Tina to you, and we ask you right now in the name of Jesus that uh, first and foremost you would work on her family's hearts, that uh, there'd be a softening and that there'd be a grace and a mercy given uh, to the family and uh, between the relationship that Tina has with the family. And we just pray that your mercy would prevail. And we just pray that you would encourage her. Instead of this being a discouragement, let this become an encouragement that she is a daughter of the Most High seeking out help from her Heavenly Father. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here we go for your next trivia question. You guys are doing great. Here we go. Okay. This, uh, all I'm going to say is they made a movie about this. That's your hint. Who did the crowd demand to be freed from prison when Jesus was on trial? Who did the crowd demand to be freed from prison when Jesus was on trial? Okay. Who was that? L, striking first, not even blinking. Uh, if you think you know the answer, a couple ways we'd go about this. One, you can call in 972-445-0770. <laughs> Uh, the next, so the answers are coming in and they're rather funny, so I'm going to wait. Uh, the text, by the way, is 214-210-8483. Somebody's calling in. And then the, uh, email is david at he must org. So we've got, uh, somebody that's going to call in or that has called in and that will, uh, probably, uh, want to answer the trivia, trivia question, but... Before we do that, before we take that call, we're going to direct you to the website in just a second. A couple things I want to remind you about the website so that you are on top of it. We, we, we make no bones about it. If you give to this ministry, you only get one thing, a receipt at the end of the year in an email format that says you gave. Okay? I'm just saying. 
<laughs> One, we're not going to give you a gazoo or a keychain or you know a paperweight or an anointed Bible that's special because I touched it. Yeah, that's not happening. Here's what's happening. If you give, it'll help us keep going. Bing, that's it. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. You see, I need, I need at the end of all those, I need an actual definition to the noise because, you see, that sounds like somebody hitting the ground, but it also sounds like a, 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 a symbol, like, right? But when I said, is that a symbol? He said, no. So I, I know. I, does it say symbol on there? I can't figure it out. Okay, there we go. All right. Um, let's uh, take the caller. They're ready to answer the trivia question. Let's go ahead and do that. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. It's Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Oh, my goodness. It's so nice to hear your voice. We've been praying for you, and we just wanted to make sure you were doing well. Can you give us a quick update as to how things are? Yes, I'm doing much better. I just had a bad incident with low blood sugar. I'm diabetic. I'm sorry that that happened to you, and everybody was concerned about you. So I think that's that just tells you the the kind of the commitment and the love people have. They're like, "How's Deborah? How's she doing?" I wanted to thank you for the prayers, and I wanted to thank everybody in the audience who prayed also. Yeah, that's so nice of you. You're such a blessing. You're the best guesser we have on the show. <laughs> I can do okay with the easy ones. <laughs> <laughs> Susie did a real good job helping coordinate for you, so I thought that was great. And you guys, it's, it's oh yes, yeah, she did. She's a blessing. Yeah, you guys are a blessing to the show as well. All right, here you go. This is yours now. Here we go. Who did the crowd demand to be freed from prison when Jesus was on trial? Barabbas. That is correct. Son of the Father. That exactly right. And they even had a movie. I, it was a long, long, long time ago, but it was a movie called Barabbas. And it was just like, it was okay-ish. It wasn't that good-ish. <laughs> but it was called Barabbas. I mean, I'm just saying. So there you go. Excellent job and fantastic to have you uh, uh, connecting with us. We are just blessed that you are doing better. We will keep praying for you. You keep calling in and tell us as you need things what we can do to keep praying, okay? Okay, and um, I just want to thank everybody once again, and I'm praying for everybody whenever I can. No, we appreciate that, and your prayers are greatly received, just so you can know. All right, thank you. All right, God bless you. All right, that's Deborah. It's so nice to hear. So we had Mary call in, then we had Deborah call. What? And Deborah's so nice. She's like the nicest person, right? You guys have to put up with me. Ha ha. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to. Ha, 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 ha. All right. Uh, let's get ready to do history. Let's do our brief little history song thingy there. Let's go living in the past. Let's go living in the past. All right, a couple things to tell you. Today is Bell Bottoms Day. If you were a person who wore bell bottoms, I feel for you, as I did too. So, did you ever wear bell bottoms? 
That was before my time. Okay, don't talk to me. Sorry. Don't talk to me. <laughs> uh, deep Dish Pizza Day. Can't go wrong with Ooh. that. Yeah, that's a good one. National Dandelion Day, which I think is accurate because in my yard, I noticed today as I was leaving my house, there was all these little yellow things there. And I was thinking, aren't those weeds? Pretty <laughs> much. Oh, okay. I'm not doing that good a job of that stuff. Horticulturist is not my thing. You don't have a green thumb? Nope. Nope. I, uh, nope. <laughs> That's it. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Uh, let's see. 1621 on this day, the Mayflower set sail for Plymouth on the return trip to Great Britain. Do you know if April flowers or April showers bring Mayflowers? What yes. do Mayflowers bring? What do Mayflowers bring? Pilgrims. <laughs> Come on! Come on! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> 1978 on this day, The Amazing Spider-Man uh, debuted on CBS. Nobody, they don't know any about anything about that because of the movie, but it was actually a show before it was a movie. It was terrible. Did you say 78? 78. Okay. Yeah, 78. <laughs> okay, let's get to the let's get to the text before I sink before they pull the lever and I just go down underneath. All right. Listen, so this is Solomon. We talked about this before, and I want to make sure that you understand it, and I, I don't feel like I did it justice. So sometimes I will actually go back and do a reteach because in my heart, if I don't feel like I said it good or in a way that people could use it, it's like, no, I, I don't want to fail the Lord in that. So you have to put up with me and my folly in some of this. Here's First Kings 8, 46 through 49. When they sin against you and there's no one who does not sin— and you are angry with them and hand them over to the enemy, and their captor deport them to the enemy's country, whether distant or nearby. And when they come to their senses in the land where they were deported, and repent and petition you in the captor's land, and say, we have sinned and done wrong, we have been wicked. And when they return to you with their whole mind and heart in the land of their enemies who took them captive, and when they pray to you in the direction of their land that you gave their ancestors, the city you have chosen and the temple I've built for your name, may you hear in heaven your dwelling place their prayer and petition and uphold their cause." Romans chapter 3, verse 23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Who sins? Everybody sins. Who has sinned? Everybody except for Jesus. The key component in getting past sin and besetting sin, and sin that kind of just beats you up on a pretty regular basis, is this moment where you have this coming to your senses. You know, the people will say it's coming to Jesus. Well, it's not, that, not exactly that far off, but it's the prodigal son when he came to his senses and he was like, what am I doing? That when you have that happen, that is actually the gift of repentance for you to step in. And then you have to verbalize, Lord, I'm an idiot. Now, you don't have to say I'm an idiot. I just say I'm an idiot because— I'm an idiot. That's why I say that. But you can say, Lord, I'm sorry, or Lord, that's wrong, or whatever it is. I, it, that part, that wordage isn't the thing. When you come to your senses, that's God giving you grace for repentance. If you don't come to your senses, then he hasn't given that grace. And you think, well, that, that doesn't happen. Oh, sure it does. Check with, uh, you know, check with uh, Esau, who sought the birthright with, with, with tears. Couldn't find it because God didn't grant him repentance. And people are like, well, I'm just going to send my brains out and then have a deathbed confession. doesn't work that way because God, if he doesn't grant you the repentance, you won't get it. It won't happen. So when you come to your senses, 
And by the way, you can't trick God. You're not going to work the system. So, I mean, this, it's just so silly. You come to your senses. You repent, you petition, and you confess. You say you're sorry. Don't try. Justifying our sin is the just not brilliant. Let's just not do that. Let's not just, just say you're sorry in whatever capacity that is. Petition the Lord. Confess what's going on. But don't do it partially. Verse 48 says, when they return to you with their whole mind and heart. And some people will just, um, oh, yeah, please forgive me. That, see, that doesn't work. God knows when we're being sincere, and he knows when we're just, you know, when he knows when we're just smoking, you know, goofy stuff. I mean, it's just like it, my, my point in that is when you come before the Lord and you do it, just be real, be honest, be true, be sincere. Okay? He knows that you're struggling. He knows that you're having a hard time. And for those of you that have never made that decision, do you know what you don't have if you've never made a decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? You don't have the freedom from the weight of the pain that's there because you ha- there's a Savior. You're still carrying around the same amount of, of garbage. You don't want You don't have to do that. You can ask Jesus into your heart, and he'll help you with everything. And for those of you that have been Christians for a while, stop picking up the garbage bags again and putting them on your back. Okay? If you do something wrong, come to your senses, and then the Lord gives you that repentance. Respond to it. Repent. Petition and confess. Do it with your whole mind, your whole heart. Don't be partial. Be real. Be full. Be true. Because God is looking upon your heart. It's not just what you say. He sees on the inside. Remember? God doesn't look at man the way that man looks at man. Okay? Be sincere and be real. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770. True Stationary Text. We'll take a short break, then come back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at 1,000 miles an hour into space. Once there, you can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine. You forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable, But then the show starts and you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience, only for the brave of heart and the bored. What is the David Spoon Experience? These are church signs. Some of these are okay, but some of these are funny. So, uh, and, and we let uh, terrific TB, the ultimate uh, decision maker. Here it is. There's uh, 10 signs. We'll do them real fast. The first one, free trip. This on a church. Free trip to heaven. Details inside. Okay. Not bad, right? Not bad. Hey, 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 hey. All right. Here's the next one. Try our Sundays. They're better than Baskin Robbins. <laughs> That's pretty good. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, this is funny because you got to hear it as I do it. Searching for a new look. Have your faith lifted here. Instead of facelifted, hey, hey, come on! Hey, 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 hey. All right, uh, as an ad for a church uh, with a picture of somebody holding two stone tablets, where the Ten Commandments are, and it says, "For fast, fast, fast relief, take two tablets." <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> okay. I'm not even going to disagree with you on that one. Uh, the restaurant next to the church put out a big sign that says, Open Sundays. Uh, that's not a good one. Just skip that one altogether. Uh, having, okay. Having trouble sleeping? We have sermons. Come on in and hear. <laughs> Uh, come in and pray today. Beat the Christmas rush. <laughs> well, he's going Christmas. All right. Uh, this was on a sign in front of a church. Sign broken. Message inside this Sunday. <laughs> They're saying the sign is broken. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, come work for the Lord. The work is hard. The hours are long and the pay is low, but the retirement benefits are out of this world. Okay, not bad, not bad. And then, uh, finally, if you're headed in the wrong direction, God allows U-turns. <laughs> U-turns. Hey, 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 hey. Not bad, right? That's all right, right? It's pretty good. A little funnier than the clown ones. Yeah, very <laughs> funny than clowns. A little funnier than the clown ones. I have to think that try our Sundays are better than Baskin Robbins. That's a good one. <laughs> That's what Okay. The David Spoon Experience. the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Uh, how you doing? You doing pretty good, Amazing Jen? I'm fabulous. You're doing amazing. I'm just saying that. That's why you are Amazing Jen. I'm I should have saying. said I'm doing amazing. But then I would have said you're fabulous. Oh, okay. There you go. We got it covered one way or another. Uh, here's your next trivia question. See, it's not easy just to come into the show and then just, you know, you know, but she's a pro. And I'm not going to say she's uh, been a pro longer than she wants to be, but she's been a pro longer than she wants to be. Uh, okay, here you go. What type of people? This is an interesting question. What type of people were crucified on the crosses to the right and the left of Jesus? What kind of people were they? Right? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. That would be the number to call. You can also uh, text in 214-210-8483. And then you can also send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. So it's wonderful to hear from Deborah today. Wonderful to hear from Gary. We had our new caller, Ron. I mean, there's so many wonderful people that have been reaching out. It's just great. And a great to hear from Mary yesterday. I mean, it's just like, wow. It's like, wait, a fellowship. Oh, wait. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, what type of people? <clears throat> Hold on, I got to clear my throat. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what type of people were crucified on the crosses to the right and left of Jesus? You got somebody calling in. So that's good. We're rock and rolling. That was me drinking a little tea. Oh, by the way, be in prayer for me. I got to work out today. I got to do 30 minutes on the leg. <sighs> I told my wife, I said, I'm so, I am so over the leg thing. She goes, you are so not done. You still have six months of things. I'm like, eh, I love you, but I don't like you. That's what I told her. <laughs> are you ready for, uh, for this person? All right, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, uh, David. This is Brother Ace. Hey, Brother Ace. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing fine. Thank you. Sorry. 
my phone. Not a problem. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, I just, I love it when you Mary, call. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know you hear everybody. Mary yeah. called in and Deborah called. It's like, what? It's like a reunion. <laughs> it's like, that's so much fun. Excellent. And yeah. then you're calling in. You're one of our oh, traditionals. Fine. You're one of our eldest eldest listeners from time gone back so that i just so appreciate you and just so appreciate your love and your your support and your commitment it's just wonderful thank you all right i'll send you 20 bucks later all right uh uh-huh. what type of people were crucified on the crosses to the right and the left of jesus what kind of people were they well it hit me that the the bible says they were malefactors correct Is that right? That's great. Do, what, what do we translate that into? Uh, well, thieves or... Uh, that is it right there! Uh, thieves and criminals. That's right. King James Malefactor. That's a great, great point. So they were, they were okay, well, they were lousy people. So let's just say, you know, even the scripture talks about some people going, they were scoundrels. You know, it's like, it's okay, a scoundrel's a scoundrel. Yeah, right. And then there's Jesus in the middle of those guys who did wrong, and one of the two figured it out. It was one of the two caught it and said, remember me. The other one didn't catch it, but it just shows you how to the level that Jesus will go to reach us. Right in the middle, on the cross between two criminals, he was still making testimony. Isn't that cool? Amen. Amen. Love it. Yep. Well, we're we're enjoying your program. We thank you for your love and uh, your wisdom. And I know you're going through a lot of of stuff, and uh, I, I just hate it, but... Yeah, you know, we we got to endure to the end. Be yep. Safe. Yep, we do. Yep, we do. You got to keep going. You got to occupy till he comes. That's what we do. All right. Amen, my brother. All right. Love you in yeah, the Lord. Thank you. All right. God bless you. God bless you. Bye bye. <clears throat> Love, brother Ace. Okay. All right. This will be a very difficult. Let's <laughs> just uh, let's just be honest. This will be a very difficult uh, uh, devotional. Okay. Remember. Uh, DDDs. So those are uh, devotional diamonds of the day. That's what they stand for. Okay. So that means that sometimes when I do my devotion, something comes up and I go, ooh, and I circle it and I go, ooh, look at this. So I can now watch this. Okay. Mark chapter 9, verse 25 through 29. And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing, convulsing, terribly it came out and the boy was like a corpse so that most of them said he's dead but jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose and when he entered the house his disciples asked him privately why could we not cast it out and jesus said to them this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer and other uh, translations will say and fasting okay which i think is probably accurate okay Here's what here's if you if you focus on well it should say prayer and fasting and it should say you're missing what Jesus is saying you you've missed the point again it's kind of like a parable and missing the point okay here's what Jesus is saying the disciples had hung out with Jesus we're in Mark chapter nine they're not idiots they have seen the power of God they have seen what Jesus has done they're already well entrenched in this is spiritual warfare and we're dealing with this but they came across something they couldn't handle have you ever done that have you ever come across something that was a little bit beyond your scope yeah sometimes 
the level of operation of our understanding and spiritual authority is limited. And the warfare is greater than what we recognize is going on around us. And for Christians, we all love what? The microwave. Who doesn't love the microwave? You take the popcorn, you put it in, you hit 90 seconds, no more jiffy pop, no more anything, bam, bam, bam. 90 seconds later, you got a bag of popcorn, hello. Right? Because we like it. We we have a whole industry, billion, multi-billion dollar industry called what? Fast food. Man, fast. We need it fast. Right? Nobody nobody in the world drives the minimum. Everybody drives the maximum. You 55 miles an hour. If you're not going 54.9, you're going to get beeped. <laughs> That's how it is. That's our society. Christians don't like, and neither do worldly people or regular people, like taking, going through the, the, get it done, get it done, get it done. Jesus, now this is before the ascension, so I will say that there's a there's a switch, I think, theologically, that prior to the ascension, after the ascension, there's a difference because all authority, Jesus said in Matthew 18, or 28, 18, and 19, Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. But what I you cannot miss, and the reason it's in holy writ, is sometimes the warfare that we go through requires constant action of constant prayer without anything but relentlessness. There's not always an instant deliverance. And in this case, Jesus tells the disciples, they're asking him privately, I mean, Jesus, we've been, we've been doing great. What happened? And Jesus is like, yeah, this kind, this is a little different. And people don't want to admit that, but it's too bad. It's what it is. This kind cannot be driven out by anything by prayer and fasting. This kind takes something extra. This takes something special. This takes something more diligent and more committed. Now, if Jesus tells the apostles that, how much more true is that for you and me? And so the, the, the truthfulness of this text is that Christian answer is not always a microwave. Sometimes we need to settle in for a longer fight. And instead of being discouraged by that, you should be aware. Well, that's what the disciples, that's what Jesus taught the disciples. Sometimes you just got to push through. Sometimes you got to just stand firm. You got to keep going. Jesus said, you know, ask and you receive. He that asketh receiveth. You know the asketh part, the E-T-H part? That means to keep asking. That's, there you go. You keep asking till you receive it. That's the whole point. And so why I'm saying that is I, I go through this, and some prayers you pray, and it's amazing, especially in the beginning of everybody's Christianity, or a lot of people's Christianity. It's like you pray. You, whenever you have this outpouring where the Lord's really working on you, you pray something, the answer comes right away. It's like you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in touch with the supernatural. I mean, you just get all excited, right? But then there's the growing up to be like Jesus part, right? And that's where you find out that there's more of a long-term element. So I was, I'll share this with you, but I'll do it in code. So I have a family member that I have been uh, talking to. He's, he's definitely a Christian, but uh, he irritates me from time to time. I'm not saying it's my son, but I'm just saying it's my son. And so every once in a while, he does really stupid things and says stupid things. Why? Because I'm a dad. I can say that. Uh, but last night we were talking on the phone and he said something brilliant. He said, it's like God has intervened in this situation that I'm in. And instead of just intervening and leaving, he's intervening and hanging out. <laughs> it's like I'm not escaping. And it's like, you know how long I've been praying for that? He is 
30, 38. And I've been praying for this for 38 years and seven, eight months. You see what I'm saying? You just keep, you keep, you keep. And that's a bad illustration for spiritual warfare, but it's a good illustration for Christian walking. You just keep on, you just keep on, you just keep on, and sometimes, you know what? Settle in for the long fight. It's fine. The Lord's not upset about that. Oh, I can't believe you're going to keep asking. If he doesn't want you to ask anymore, he'll do what he said to Paul. Yeah, after Paul asked three times, God said, that's enough. (laughs) God will tell you. Until he says that's enough, you just, you know, keep on pressing in. You keep on pushing forward. So at times, there'll be warfare. There'll be things you're looking for. There'll be answers to prayer. And sometimes they are instant, and sometimes they are not. Not everything in Christianity is a carnival. Not everything is cotton candy. Not everything is uh, fire fireworks in the sky, right? Sometimes it's that reflection of being like Jesus and pushing forward and forward and forward and not quitting. That's a big part of it, too, right? Okay. All right, fun show, great job, amazing Jen, excellent work. You have been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.